Hello and welcome, how do you do, bonjour, hola, etc, etc. Lovely to see you beautiful people again. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Confessions of a Basic Bitch with Neve Davies. I am, surprisingly enough, Neve Davies, your host, The Basic Bitch. And, well, there are a lot of things that I simply don't understand, from dishwashers to text to mitochondria to why on earth everyone is so obsessed with coupons. I have absolutely absolutely no idea what I'm doing. So, let's get into it, shall we? Before we start, we do have an email address for this podcast, so you can email in all of your correspondence, related or not, if you just want to check up on me and ask me how I'm doing even. Everything is welcome. We do not discriminate against emails here. No, 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 we don't discriminate against anyone here. Um, the email address is, I'll wait, don't worry for you to get your uh, your pens and paper, hurry now quickly, or just write it on your phone, that's okay too, we all live in the 21st century. The email is confessionsofabasicbtch at gmail.com, that's confessionsofabasicbtch at gmail.com. So get your lovely little fingers typing away and I'll read out as many as possible on the podcast. The most confusing, confusing moments I've had this week. This week on um, something confusing that happened to me, I am going to be talking about felt tip pens. We know them, we love them. Felt tip pens, we all know they're a staple of any student's um, kind of life with, uh, I particularly use them for flashcards, revising, all of that stuff. But also everybody, even if they don't use them for putting them on flashcards now, everybody will have used them when they were a child. I always remember that there was never a red pen for some reason or a black felt tip. You could never find the red and black ones. I don't know why. Not many things are coloured red anyway. Why could we never find red and black ones? Anyway, my um, confusing thing about felt tip pens that I'm going to be talking about this week is that the ink gets absolutely everywhere. And I don't know how, because it's not like, um, you know, those uni-ball pens that have like a metal tip and ink comes out. And, you know, when you're writing, it'll get a bit smudged on your hand or whatever. And that's fine. But with felt tips, it normally dries, like, straight away. You rarely touch where you've just written it in felt tip and it'll come up onto your finger again. It just doesn't happen. So how come I've got red felt tip pen all over my hands after writing, like, five flashcards? I don't get why that happens. I don't get how it works. It's like, they're just normal, you know, the Beryl, what is it, Byroll or something, felt tip, pens, the big kind of chunky red ones, and I don't know why, but I'm getting ink all over my hands, and I go out, especially because I've been writing in red felt tip to do like titles and flashcards, I don't know why, but I'm getting like the horrible ink all over my hands, and it looks like I've just gone and murdered someone, somewhere someone and then it doesn't even come off in the shower which is really annoying because you're scrub scrub scrubbing away and 
that baby isn't moving and you can't do anything about that. It is very frustrating. It means that you yell at your hands in the shower and your whole family think that you have lost your mind, as has happened to me many times. Most people think I've lost my mind. Anyway, the felt tips, I don't even know why they were invented. They're a weird, like, when you really think about felt tips, it's a bit of material which a liquid is being pumped into. How does the liquid get into the end anyway? Because I've never seen a brand new felt tip where like the end bit is white, like it hasn't had any ink pumped into it. I don't get how it works. I don't get the concept of it. I don't get how it gets everywhere. I just don't get who invented felt tips. What, like, what is that all about? What is going on? And why do we use them so much? Why are they the only things that you can find in shops? Why can't you just find non-smudging, to be fair, that's just different coloured biros, but then just not as nice. I want a nice, like, colourful pen that I can write in that I won't get ink all over my hand and that won't make me look like a psychopath walking around with red ink on my hands, either a psychopath or like I'm three years old. Um, it just, it's a, it's a real problem in my life um, at the moment and it's just, you know, pushing me over the edge a little bit because um, I've had exams this week, um, year 12 uh, mocks, which were <laughs> horrific and the amount of flashcards that I wrote and then didn't remember the information that I'd written on them was rather concerning. Something I don't, that I don't understand. The uh, the thing I'm going to be talking about this week on um, adults, this section about adult stuff that I don't understand is um, how people are quite like snobby about what things are called and will will only buy the kind of thing that is called a different like a posher name even though it's the same thing an example for this and I don't know if this is true for anybody else but I think this mainly is to do with like uh baby boomers so like 50 year olds 40 year olds kind of my generation's parents um not like millennials and stuff they don't give a shit but um this is kind of about slightly older people so I asked um uh, my mum to go to the supermarket to get some chicken nuggets for me to have for my lunch because I was really craving chicken nuggets and I haven't had them in like absolutely years um, and I was just want something different to eat for my lunch because now I'm at home all the time I'm quite fed up of potato waffles although they are a staple British um, lunchtime uh, little treat or I think lunchtime food they're not particularly a treat but you know everybody loves potato waffles and I wanted something a bit different because I was starting to get a little bit bored I mean I was obviously still going to have a potato substitute with my lunch chips or something like that with my um chicken nuggles nuggles nuggets I'm not a complete weirdo you've got to you've got to throw a potato in there somewhere but um yeah so I asked my mum to go to the supermarket she was like I won't get you chicken nuggles nuggles oh my god what is wrong with me nuggets uh I will keep that in because I'm not going to re-record this whole thing because I said nuggles um do you know what we'll just call them nuggles from now on everybody's just going to have to accept that so I asked my mum to go and get me some chicken nuggles 
and um, she came back and I said, have you got the chicken nuggets? And um, she said, no, I got chicken goujons instead. I was like, why? She's like, oh, you know, because they're a little bit nicer. I was like, they're the same thing. Like, why? Why would you get chicken goujons instead? You've just given something lovely like a chicken nugget a french name and expected more people to buy it but this happens with lots of things as well anything that you give a fancy name to like a french name or an italian name people will people are more likely to buy it even though it's just the exact same thing and it's not just my mum loads of people do i've seen lots of things especially with like wine or cheese and stuff like that people will buy any cheese with a fancy name even though we all know the best one is a bit of um, cheddar. I mean, come on. That's the best in the world. A bagel with some mature cheddar popped in the oven. That is just, I mean, you can't get any better than that. But as soon as people start introducing cheeses with French names, you know that they're they're just not going to be as good. It's just not as nice. Why you buy something with a French name when we've already got something with an English name that's absolutely smashing? And I love French food. I love all sorts of different food, but it's when it's the same thing, but um, the proper thing is nicer and um, just has an English name. People seem to be deterred by it. Like, goujons are no better than chicken nuggets. Those things were exactly the same as chicken nuggets would have been. Um, I mean, I finished off the whole bag. My complaints weren't that severe. But, you know, why did you need to buy chicken nug- chicken goujons when they're like two quid more expensive than chicken nuggets but are exactly the same thing? There's just no need. There is no need whatsoever. Stay strong for the chicken nuggets. My family are psychopaths, which is really hard to spell. This um, week uh, on uh, my family being psychopaths, which is really quite hard to spell, um, as I have experienced many times in trying to write um, bullet point scripts for this podcast. The red line is already there, but this is less about my family being psychopaths, but more about kind of everybody apart from me being a psychopath, which is obviously true. Um, The thing is, right, when you're cooking, there are always weird ingredients which you can't get. This is particularly true of, like, nigella recipes and stuff like that. It's like, get a herb from the top of a mountain of a country you're not in, as was said on the Off Menu podcast, which is another great podcast which you should um, listen to. That's always in these um, recipes, um, like these weird ingredients which you have no access to but if you do have access to them they'll only be in waitrose and they'll cost about 20 quid for 20 grams of um like a some sort of herb or something which we all know probably doesn't taste very nice and it's probably not as good as a good old bit of rosemary or a bay leaf it's just not as nice they're too expensive and they don't get why people are still buying them why are you still cooking with nigella when she's telling you all the time to go and get stuff from waitrose do what you can with what's in audi we don't need to be venturing out any further when you know chuck a potato in there 
you're sorted as far as I'm concerned. Potato, bit of some sort of meat or a vegetarian substitute, a tomato sauce, some beans or something, you know, just whack it in the oven. BBC Good Food you need to be following, not Nigella, because that woman is a scam. People need to stop making Nigella recipes because they've got weird ingredients and we all know that a nice raised chicken does not need to cost stupid amounts of money to make because you had to go to Waitrose to buy some weird ingredient which you are never going to use again apart from that recipe you need to get ingredients that are made for everything all the time like this is especially true of vegan recipes actually there always seem to be really weird ingredients in vegan recipes which i think is what makes it so difficult to make them um like i remember i made kind of a vegan version of a spaghetti carbonara once and um it had this like all of this stuff which is still in the fridge and we've never used again because the dish wasn't actually that nice and it didn't taste like spaghetti carbonara and it was just weird and it cost way too much money for the amount of pleasure that you actually get out of it so this is really aimed at me too stop buying weird ingredients which you're never going to use again nigella just needs to start using like a leek and a carrot rather than some i don't know the only thing i think i can think of is edamame beans so we'll go with that stop with the edamame beans nobody likes them they're not actually that nice just stop stuff what i know but i will never be able to use so as i have um talked about previous times on this um podcast over the last kind of two or three weeks i have been redoing my room and i'm going to bring in again this kind of subject for this section on um things that i know but i won't ever be able to use because um I have been doing a lot of polyfilling. Um, If you don't know what polyfiller is, it's this weird white substance which um, comes in a big, like, bucket. Well, it's not a bucket. It's like a big tub and um, you have this, like, kind of, not scalpel thing, but it's like a bit of red plastic and you put it over holes when you've made a bad decision about screwing something into a wall which you're then going to take it down. We need to stop screwing stuff into walls which we don't know that we're going to use because I um, had a bookshelf over my desk which was stupid to put up in the first place because it was way too big and every time you stood up you'd like knock your head on it and it cut out all the light and it made it very depressing to sit at my desk and it was just horrible so I decided that whilst I was reading my room I was going to take it down and it left these massive holes in the wall I was like oh what am I going to do to that now so I had to get some polyfiller to fill it in um to kind of cover it up but that's what it does polyfiller you put it on the wall where the hole was and it's supposed to like cover it up but um it doesn't and now I have just officially um renounced screwing anything into a wall so my knowledge on polyfiller has um 
gone now I need to um just accept I'm never going to screw anything into a wall again because it was such a faff it got absolutely everywhere I had to like hoover everything after I'd done this bloody polyfiller it was just an absolute nightmare so I'm never going near polyfiller again I mean I'm very proud of myself I did it very well um you know well done me but it was just a bit of a nightmare I mean who wants to be doing that with the Saturday afternoon polyfilling from where you had an ugly bookshelf and now the bookshelf is just sitting in the hallway and nobody's going to use it let's be real um I don't need the knowledge of polyfiller anymore so if anybody wants to come and take my polyfiller off me uh do feel free although I think I might give it to my dad because uh, I think he might need it more than I will um not that I, I didn't buy the polyfiller in the first place um but you know technically it's in my room now so I own it that's my view on everything once I have it it's mine you snooze you lose okay so um if anybody wants to uh, learn a bit about polyfiller just you know let me know because I am now a pro on it because for some reason I'd screwed so many things into a wall I don't even know how we don't have an electric drill well that's the end of my confessions for this week i hope you enjoyed listening to them just as much as i enjoyed venting them to you uh, be sure to use the email address confessions of a basic btch at gmail.com with all of your correspondence and i'll see you next time <laughs>